We now move on to our next guest this morning at 9.43 on Racing HQ. Joe Pride is joining us. G'day, Joe. Morning, Dave. Great to chat with you, mate. Uh, Private Eye, an update on Private Eye for our listeners. Yeah, I'm really happy with him. So he had his first trial there last week. Yeah. Um, He'll have a second trial on the 16th. Another one, I think it's about the 26th or 28th, something like that at Rose Hill. And then off to the new market. So now all's going well with him. All going well. Have you, have you noticing a difference with him now that you're just training him as a sprinter? No, nah, no. Nah. It's sort of been, been sort of overplayed out in the media, this training him as a sprinter yep. idea. Like he's, honestly, mate, I, I, there's been no change with him in the last couple of preps. I don't change, train him any different. He's a very lazy, casual horse on the track, and um, he does the minimal, and he enjoys that, and he's... He look like, looks like he's strengthened up, if anything, okay. so going really well. That's really interesting, then, if we can expand on that, because obviously that has been spoken about. You know, you hear everyone saying, including myself, I've said it before. So when you have trained him in the past, you've trained him no different to how you're training him now? No, not at all, not at all. And it's more just there's been a the, – the difference is the horse. Um, going back when he won the Epsom and the Queensland Guineas, he was a horse who used, used to drop out the back um, be under pressure a fair way out, have basically no speed in his legs, and then and then run home. And as he's got older, he's got stronger. He's got a bit more, bit, a lot more tactical speed. Races a bit closer to the pace, and he's just a different. So it's more the way I'm placing him as a sprinter more than training him as a sprinter, if that makes sense. Yeah, okay, that's that's fascinating um, because there has been obviously that thought process that you would be doing something different with him at home to make him sharper, but that's just him as a as an animal who's grown into that. Yep, he's grown into that, and we, we, like as I say, he's, a, he's not a, a hard horse to train if you can accept that he's you know, very lazy, um, which I'm quite willing to accept because there's no, no prize money in track work. So, um, But he turns up race day doing his best, and he's a horse who, you look at his record, his overall record, he's, he's rarely run a bad race in his life. The only times he's actually underperformed is when he's hit very heavy tracks. Um, he goes on, on soft and even probably a, a heavy eight, but when he, he got on those ones last autumn, there is only bad runs of his life, basically. Yeah, um, very exciting. Uh, what's the progress with Think About It? I uh, think Think About It's really good. Very happy with him. So he's going to possibly run Saturday. Um, I haven't. Uh, I'll accept in the morning and have a look and see if it's a suitable uh, suitable race. But if he doesn't run this Saturday, he'll run the following Saturday. Okay. All right. Uh, and he's just going to continue to go through the grades. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. That's the plan, Dave. He's, he's doing a good job so far. Um, seems like a lovely horse. This. Right, this run we're about to have on uh, either this week or next week is a bit of a bit of a line in the sand, for want of a better term, um, where I'm going to assess whether he's going to play a part in the autumn carnival, or we're going to sort of back off him a little bit and and um, have a crack at the Brisbane winter with him. So th- that next run will tell us a lot. Third All right, runner, third back. Maria Mia, uh, an update uh, after her expressway win. Yep, very happy with her. She's um, training on beautifully, so she's going to um, be in the Millie Fox Saturday week, and uh, then possibly freshened up for the Galaxy, I think would be the most likely option, but okay. I haven't um, made a decision on that after the Millie Fox. And everything all right uh, with Eduardo heading towards a, a challenge? Super, yep. Nice soft little trial for him there yesterday. He'll have another trial on the 20th and then go to the challenge, but very happy with him. Nash was very pleased with what he felt yesterday. I had, can't let you go without talking about Charlatan on the Sunday. Um, <laughs> it's talking about horses that show you something at home. He must show you something at home. Must yeah, show you a but, lot. But all, all that's not, not worth a lot once they go to the races. And, look, he was a horse who showed up as a juvenile, didn't win, but he showed up as a juvenile, probably a little bit bigger and stronger than the rest of his age group at that point. They all caught up to him, and, um, unfortunately, he doesn't seem to have a lot of uh, a lot of desire um, to, to, to really hit the line. I thought he had uh, 
every every chance there on Saturday as he has for probably most of his runs as preparation, sort of toyed around with the way we've ridden him a little bit back, forward. None of it seems to make any difference. You know, blinkers on, blinkers off. Just working with a horse who who basically hasn't got the that winning desire that the you know some of the other good horses in the stable have. Uh, you're obviously a very patient man, and you're a man that uh, you know these type of horses you you love figuring out. Do you think you can figure figure him out? No, look, I think it's at that point where you know my my, my personal uh, um, you know plans with the horse and and, and desires are, are out the window because it's, it's about doing the right thing by this horse, and I think taking away from this environment is probably the best in his best interest. So just trying something else, you know. Um, so he'll most likely, if you go to the paddock, most likely head to a country stable for a preparation under the same ownership. No, we don't want to give up on the horse. Um, but we've basically exhausted everything. I feel like I can't do anything more with him next time around that's going to you know, turn the horse around. So we'll try something different. All right. Uh, and what about uh, the, the bit of social media activity on Sunday as well? I have to mention it. Um, yep. How does that how does that sit with you? I mean, obviously it was all – everyone has an opinion. Um, I was sitting back watching it and I think, um, you know, great that you both have that conversation. Whether it just should be in a public forum or not is, you know, other people disagree. But um, – Yep. How does it? How does it? Do, do you enjoy that that engagement? Oh, look, I don't enjoy. It. I, I I just think um, it's it's funny. The conversations is really straight off the the point that was originally made, and I've certainly got nothing against anyone having an opinion. But um, I I felt that I'm being that um, I'm being questioned about what I'm doing with the horse, which is I guess again you can have an opinion, but when when that person doesn't know what's going on behind the scenes, I just feel like it's jumping the gun a little bit, and it's not. Some people have pointed out, you know, what if every footy, footy fan and punter wanted to speak to an NRL coach? Well, that's, that's not the case here. We're talking about, you know, a presenter on Sky, someone who's running a tipping service and, um, you know, questioning what I'm doing with the horse. I've got, I've got a bit of a problem with that. So. All right. Would you like to see that curbed in, in the future? Oh, look, no, censorship's not what I'm looking for here. I just think it's, it's just time for... I just wanted to say something, and, you know, I think now that I have, maybe maybe it might be a little bit different going forward. Yeah, I, I, I think that uh, you're right. Everything, everyone's entitled to an opinion. I think I'd love to see that more. Um, uh, you know, trainers more, you know, coming out and, and saying stuff like you said, um, not so much to, to cause arguments or to put people no. in their place or anything, but I think it's just... Um, I think it's good. Um, and, and we know what a type of horseman you are. Um, so I think, yeah, I, I think more of it. And that's one thing about our sport that uh, other sports don't yep. have is that you can literally go to Warwick Farm tomorrow, see you carrying a saddle out of the back of those stables, and someone can come up and actually have a chat to you. You can't yep. do that in any other sport. So, and, and that's the thing, Dave. I think you know, we as trainers and jockeys, we give a lot of access to to the media. Um, and to everyone, and um, you know, I, I think to be fair, like I had people asking me, you know, what my, were my instructions to the nation? Well, I mean, yeah, that, that's uh, people pay bills on horses for a reason, and that's their that's their information. Um, you know, what what happened, what unfolded after that race, I just thought was a little bit unnecessary. I, I, to me, the horse has, has had every chance to win a race in his last few starts, and um, I guess it's everyone's opinion to, the, to you know to decipher whether I think that's the case, but. Um, we, you know, I'm trying to do the best things by the connections of the horse, trying to make that horse the best horse I can. And um, you know, in this case, put my hand up. It hasn't, it hasn't worked. Um, but I think the horse has had every opportunity to win a race. So. All right, Joe. Appreciate your time, mate. Uh, exciting with the horses that are in the stable, yeah. moving forward, and look forward to uh, seeing them over the uh, the next couple of weeks. So before I let you go, just quickly, yep. uh, looking at uh, runners for the stable over the next couple of days, just opening up a riser here. So uh, Warwick yep. Farm uh, tomorrow, you've got Silent Agenda going around. 
Yeah, Solon Agenda's an, an old horse who's probably, well, he is. He's closer to the end of his career than the start. He's going to have a few more opportunities before um, before the end of this preparation. This looks like an nice one for him tomorrow. He's got a, he's got a, um, a decent sort of barrier there. He gets his blinkers back on, which for an old horse like him is probably a pretty significant gear change. Uh, I've been happy with him. He's, he's a chance in, a, in an open race. Uh, what about today at Kembla? Uh, show some grit. Uh, yes, she's quite a nice filly, actually. I think she's got a, a decent future over a little bit of ground. Um, hasn't got much of a turn of foot, and I'd expect her to be grinding home nice at the end of this. And also, too, on the weekend, Stockman and the Apollo, where we see him, and Cinderella Days in the Light Fingers. Yep, definitely see Stockman. He needs to start his preparation. He'll go there and then into the Chipping Norton and onto some staying races. Cinderella Days, lovely filly. She's... Um, I'm going to accept with her. I'd say we'll, we'll be running. Um, she's won three out of four now, and there's probably not many other places to go. Um, but she's an exciting filly and uh, trialled up really well, actually, for this preparation. Been really pleased with her, with her progress. All right. Great to talk to you, Joe. Thanks for coming on the program, mate. Eh? Thanks very much, Dave.